Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? <laughs> and we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Hymanson. Oh, and we are on the back seven <laughs> of the Land Before Time. We're back this week with Land Before Time 8, The Big Freeze. Know what I like about it's not these? a Christmas movie. I know, so sad. It's not a Frozen crossover. I was gonna say, you know what I like about these is like, you know, n- nowadays all these franchises are like, oh god, we can't let people know it's the ninth movie or whatever, and they're <laughs> they're just like, let's come up with some crazy new uh, uh, title. Uh, uh, but this one, they're just like, nah, give them all the numbers and make them Roman numerals. Yeah, <laughs> make those kids learn their Roman <laughs> numerals. Yeah. Dang it, it's gonna be real real confusing when we get to thirty. Um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> because of the three X's yeah. <laughs> land before time. X, X, X. X. <laughs> right. Because then they have to get Vin Diesel. I assume is what you mean. Oh yeah. That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're excited to talk a brand new uh, film here. Um, is but- it? It's no, I mean, like for us, but it's from 2001. Um, but before we get too far here, uh, Ehlers, where can people reach out to us? Yeah, uh, email us at sequelrights at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And please rate, review, and Apple podcast. Five sky circles goes a long way into getting a, have, inviting other people into our herd and welcoming them into the great valley that is sequel rights. That's right. That's right. We Unless can all- you don't look like us. Right. True. We can all uh, we can all play in the sparkly ground dust together. <laughs> no, you liar! <laughs> all right, there's no sparkly ground dust. <laughs> Shut up, little foot. Okay, uh, here we go. It's time for the big freeze. Your kids' favorite characters are back. Join Littlefoot, Sarah, Petrie, Spike, and Ducky in their greatest adventure. Universal Studios Home Video is proud to present The Land Before Time, The Big Freeze. That looked like fun. Featuring the dazzling animation your family has come to expect from The Land Before Time film. Oh, the dazzling animation. These uh, trailers pretty much all sound the same. It's like, here's a guy listing off all the characters. And (laughs) didn't you like the last one? Well, you'll probably like this one, too. I mean, to point out the animation is just like, ludicrous because if anything <laughs> like this is like the best it's been in a minute yeah. like i thought this one started to look real weird to me uh personally there's some high but there's there's some actual vfx happening with the animation there's some cool light things like there's yeah, definitely light, some of the yeah. best looking shots yeah. in this yes but there are some things that definitely look strange yeah and i wouldn't say yes elis is right though i i wouldn't say that they've been known for their incredible animation Dazzling. except for the first movie not just incredible, but dazzling. Dazzling. They're bedazzling in uh, animation. <sighs> well, this was an interesting movie to watch while we're uh, about to live through the big heat here this week. Yeah. <laughs> we're in like the exact opposite uh, of our dino friends here. And um, yeah, this is a, you know, this is another Land Before Time movie. <laughs> Back to the original narrator. <laughs> yep. Which is showing uh, which is the same space. voice. Isn't it the same voice as uh Sarah's dad? Yeah, Daddy Tops. John Ingle. Daddy Tops. 
who we still only have heard called Mr. Threehorn through this whole movie. So again, I may have had a fever dream and made up daddy tops. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the best thing that could have happened. I, I hope it's real, but if it's fake, that could be better. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, so yeah, this movie is called The Big Freeze. And here I am sitting almost 20 minutes into the movie. And I'm like, okay, so when's the snow going to happen? <laughs> And yeah, it happens around the 17 minute mark, but I guess that's not that late into the movie. God, was it only the 17 yeah, minute mark? I was like, movie, where is the snow? That's what I was this gonna movie say. It feels just, long. It does. It is short. It's just as long as all the other ones. It's like an hour and 15 minutes, but it's just like boring. Yeah, I think that's what that was what I was getting at when I was like, is it a brand new movie? Because like all of these feel like the same iteration. Now we're back to them having to leave the Great Valley to go to the Great Beyond for some reason that no none of the adults believe. But this time there's an old guy, but it's not the old turtle. It's an old dinosaur. Yeah, this one's definitely the one where I felt the most like, wow, they're just out of ideas. (laughs) Well, yes, but also in in some ways it brought some kind of interesting character things for some of our characters, especially some of them that have kind of like been around for a long time. And we've never really dived into their um, psyche. Not that we maybe needed to, but I mean, it was kind of interesting, I guess, to learn more about like how Ducky's mom feels about adopting this son. That's like different than her other kids and you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I did like the, cause it is, it does ultimately like half end up being like a ducky spike movie, but it should have maybe focused completely on that. And and it just feels like really contrived to have the, like, why does it have to be the big freeze thing? Like, what does that have to do with anything? Right. Uh, They could have still done all the same stuff without having this like weird, like, Oh no, it's snow everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I mean, the free, the freezing and the Mr. Thick Nose stuff all ends up kind of being like little foot vehicles for him to have a character moment. Yeah. And like, in a way to kind of learn that you can't just be like unbridedly precocious at all times, how it could like really hurt someone if you just constantly like question everything they say. Like yeah, at a yeah. certain point, it's not cute anymore, you know, Never- and Littlefoot sort of does need to learn <laughs> He does, but then there's also a song in this movie that's just like, we're all liars. Right, right. <laughs> Which is actually kind of a good song for kids, but <laughs> at the same time, it's 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 a mixed message. <laughs> Certainly, yeah. But yes, Ducky and Spike um, and the mom, I was really like, wow, they're really finally getting into it. I'm shocked. Yeah. I, I was worried um, watching this movie, like, man, we're going to have nothing to talk about because I feel like you could... Uh, Part of me is like, oh, man, you could like list off what happens to this movie in under a minute because <laughs> there's just like there's a lot of extended scenes of um, what I thought might be interesting. Like, oh, we're seeing the uh, the kids uh, in school finally, like they're right. learning something. About that. Yeah. But then those scenes go on for so long. And it's like, you know, Mr. Thick knows like in his his beautiful, you know, low voice of the actor um, who plays Rafiki. In the line, yeah, King. Robert. Is it pronounced Guillaume or I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like Gillam, but anyways, there's a double L. Which he's, uh, yeah, Rafiki. He's doing and, a great uh, job, but his voice is just like makes me want to go to sleep when I'm watching it. <laughs> a little bit, you know. He's just got that really like soothing older gentleman voice. 
you know? Right. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think he does a great job, but yeah, like I said, it just very slow start. And I too, uh, was shocked that it was only 17 minutes, even though that's like a big chunk of an only hour and 15 minute movie where the first snowstorm happens. Mm-hmm. Or a little bit, and of as snow. usual, like Littlefoot gets in trouble because he's the only idiot that can't sleep through the night without <laughs> like going around and looking at things. And then again, he he gets the Chicken Little situation, crying wolf, whatever, and everyone gangs up on him again. I'm like, God, did you guys not learn? Wasn't that literally just the last? It was movie? just last week. It was yeah. about that. <laughs> yep. Okay. It's uh, a, and it plays out the exact same way. Like you know, eventually he's like, "See, I told you." <laughs> God, you idiots. When they all, I did think it was funny. They all uh, wake up in the morning just totally covered in snow. And apparently, like, everyone slept through all of that. They just wake up and, like, didn't realize some, some of the dinosaurs are fully underneath the snow. <laughs> 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 like Ducky's sisters, I think. Or brothers and sisters, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Littlefoot, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I did think it was kind of funny when grandpa was talking to him about it and it was kind of nice that at least grandpa kind of learned to like not immediately shut down Littlefoot. he was kind of like you know like it's like yeah i have heard of it but then i thought he was talking about california because he was like that stuff only happens in places people come here to get away from (laughs) (laughs) yeah i also uh liked when Littlefoot was like Petrie, you believe me, don't you? And he was like, yep, but me believe anything. I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was like a that great line. That's what he does, yes. <laughs> yeah, he really does. He really does. Um, Yeah, so uh, before we get into like the whole big freeze and everything, there, there are some other visitors this time around. And yeah, it is interesting that uh, I was thinking like we haven't really seen many stegosauruses at all uh, in the entire series. And uh, here we are with a whole group of them. And, yep. our, and our other new character uh, addition this week, Tippy. Oh, I, Tippy. I guess Tippy. Is, is, the, is the name. <laughs> it like took me half the movie. I mean, okay, gender's a construct, but it took me half the movie to realize that Tippy was a little boy and not like mm-hmm. a little girl that was in love with Spike. Um, yeah. Especially because he has the like long... Uh, eyelashes which they use to differentiate Allie from Littlefoot back mm-hmm. in the day however many movies ago that was yeah. but uh, no, and it's like sim- similar coloration as Allie which was kind of yeah. like leaning more pink not that pink it's like to be whatever you know yeah. okay great he's a boy I don't really care but I was just like wait what like after the, <laughs> I took until the mom was like come on boys let's go I was like huh <laughs> <laughs> oh well uh, and also like why is he named Tippy uh because of the uh, famous presidential candidate, Tippy Canoe. And yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? Tippy Hendrick? Because <laughs> like all the other dinosaurs are, they're named like something kind of. Maybe he fell over a lot. Mr. Thicknose. He did actually. He was kind of uh, clumsy, I think. He almost killed Spike. He was a little roly poly. Yeah. Tippy. Um, Duffy's so. friend, the seagull, is named Tippy Blue. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, Tippy, and then the mom, like, actually almost seems kind of evil, like she's, like, plotting to steal Spike, almost, like, for reasons, I don't know, but, but you know, eventually 
she just seems like she's trying to be nice. Yeah, that, yeah it's fine. <laughs> that first like conversation that she has with Ducky's mom, like her responses are really odd. Like at first you think she's going to turn and be like, great. Well, he's a stegosaurus, so he's going to come with me. But then like, you know, as she goes on, she's like, that's, I just love that. And it was just really kind of an awkward conversation that they had when she's like, yeah, the way that Mrs. uh, Whatever her name is, Spike tail acts is probably the way that like parents who have adopted kids and are in a Facebook group together would probably like make a meme of like things other parents <laughs> say to us that aren't cool. And, the, and everything that Mrs. Uh, Spike tail says would be in there. Like, yeah. Oh, like, but like, he's not your real son. You know, like right. she's like, very like mean and condescending. Yeah. Like, no, it was just so son. weird. It was so weird the way they played that. But then, yeah, she was just like, I love that idea. It's just so great. But I couldn't tell if she was being sarcastic or what. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, there is that creepy moment, too, where she's like, if you like staying with us, maybe you can stay even longer. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't quite say it like that, but that's how I chose. Like the Mulan grandma. Like, (laughs) would you like to stay forever? (laughs) But, um, yeah, Yeah. so the whole... Uh, at the start of the movie, we're getting there's a little bit of uh, you know strife going on between Ducky and Spike because Spike just keeps doing his night. What's he? What they call it? Night night rumbles. Night rumbles. Yes, right. I think yeah. the night rumbles, <laughs> which uh, uh-huh. you know, so Ducky can't sleep. Shut up with those night rumbles. And um, and he eats her special tree stars. Oh yeah, that was messed up. That was pretty messed up. Night rumble. <laughs> it's a night rumble. So we got to talk about this song, which you already sort of referenced in the in the opener, which I was did. great. Um, <laughs> it's the aptly titled "The Mad Song." There's just God. just great God. titles for these songs this time around. Really, really smart titles. I mean, okay, so it makes sense that like Ducky doesn't know how to express herself or anger because it's not like really in her personality and sarah is certainly a good person to uh give her this lesson but uh the song is just bad like it (laughs) it would be a good character moment for both of them uh especially when ducky says maybe i should just act like your dad like that was the i was like yes perfect i've got that because it's such it's such a sick burn here we go Yeah. I heard that and was like, oh, shit. Sick burn. Yeah. Everyone knows your dad sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that she didn't bother to try to argue with anyone about that this time. She was just like resigned to it. Um, but yeah, the the song, you referenced the like mad thing. Yeah. Like she only like does it once, That's though. And then I was like, yeah. I feel like that should be the chorus or the hook, you know, like, I don't know. Mad to the bone, mad. Yeah, mad. And they, they also, the songwriters, I feel like, made the mistake of trying to describe with words what mad is, like feeling like mad is. And yeah, I'm pretty sure it sounds like diarrhea. Yeah, what do you guys think they're describing here? <laughs> when your tummy feels all sticky and hot, like it's filled with bubbly goo. Yeah, there's even like a bubbly noise, like. Bark. Yeah, you're like she's talking about. Yeah, you're you're right. Diarrhea is definitely what she's talking. That's about. whatever you need. Yeah, of course. Poop. Yeah, which is also a good song for kids and 
That's what this Although one the first be. couple notes of that clip sounded really Twin Peaksy, but that immediately <laughs> turned. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I did like uh, that the whole thing leads up to um, her being like, and when you're really mad, you can just scream. And then like in the middle of the song, they, they cut to her dad and he's like, she sure is mad at somebody. <laughs> it's like, come on. It was good. But yeah, the song is just not a good song and and no. also like the animation like okay i obviously um you know i know understand that this is a animated film and the whole cartoon rules and the principles of animation and the nine old men and all that but like there's way too much squishing and stretching going on here they're dinosaurs and we have not really had them act that way in the past but now they're like bugs bunny and like you know like <laughs> changing form and like sarah is like just like getting gigantic and then small again and the scale (laughs) is all off but not even like in a just a straight scale way like in a well now her head is like significantly (laughs) larger than her body and it's yeah a lot of squishing and stretching it did not work they're dinosaurs there was that like uh there was that moment where ducky like goes off and sits on a pond while she's like you know being pensive or whatever and uh like sarah walks up to her and kneels down and (laughs) There's that part. That's right at that part. She looks like so gigantic and bigger than she ever does. Um, and uh, yeah, there's more weird uh, scale. It bothered things. me the whole movie, but especially in this song because Sarah's like making all these like you know yeah emotional things and mm-hmm. her body like changes. It's very weird. Um, I also thought it was really uh, it was odd that um, you know there's not really any special features on the DVD for this one, but. There is like a sing along. You can click to sing along with the songs, but the only songs you can do that with are the other two songs and not this one. So I was kind of like, that's so weird. I wonder if like the filmmakers were like, uh, maybe we should like, you know, try to cut off these, uh, um, parent parental complaints right. at the head, like where this kid is singing about being mad all the time. And my, why'd you put that on there? And well, my kid, is, all they do is sing about being mad. Yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of totally. Funny. Uh, yeah, there were no special features except the bios of all the dinosaurs and Charles Grosvenor again. <laughs> yeah. And then the how to use your remote control with the cartoon monkey and the four other or the three other realistic animals. <laughs> yeah, same exact, <laughs> exact same thing. thing. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's one terrible song down. Yeah. I mean, ugh. I. <laughs> I, I guess I guess I want to kind of get into we were talking about, you know, last time out if now that that it, hey, there's a couple of things happening just largely in the land before time universe. Right. Seems like that there's always migrators coming through the Great Valley. Mm-hmm. Always. Yep. It's not a seasonal thing. It's not a thing. Seems like that a lot of them are real happy and they they're there's plenty of places for them to be. Uh which would make it seem like that Littlefoot becoming more and more curious would want to take some sort of adventure outside the Great Valley. Uh, But Mm -hmm. no, we're back to being reset, even though there was an entire song in the last movie about him having this newfound sense of, I have to go out and beyond and explore. Um, It just, (laughs) there's, it gets back to our lead poisoning theory. And I just think it's the strongest (laughs) thing that we've come up with. uh, Something's in the water there. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So yes, they are forgetting their short-term memories, but I think the long-term memories are really starting to set in because 
everyone is starting to remember that Sarah's dad is an asshole. Like, <laughs> yeah, so they're starting to like pre when he starts his thing, they're like, come on, you know, like even like no one's really like jumping in to defend him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I also, I also feel like it's a little bit weird that they, they make it feel like our group of dinosaurs are like the main dinosaurs in the great Valley. Like there's nobody else, but then we keep learning about all these other people that like grew up in the great Valley for forever. Like Mr. Thicknose and like, why aren't, why isn't his original herd like still in charge or something? They just like, don't have, they just didn't have enough money to show them before, but now they want to act like everyone's been there the whole time. Right. Like there were always dinosaurs. Which is fair enough, but I don't know. It's just kind of odd. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so then the snow happens and everyone starts freaking out. There's no mass panic like they did at previous, uh, previous ones where everyone's running around, but they're all just kind of like, what is this? Huh? Well, to be fair, uh, Mr. Thicknose is like, it'll be fine. Like it'll be gone in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, yes, maybe he shouldn't have talked about it if he didn't really know. But at the same time, it is insane that everyone turns against him for not predicting <laughs> the weather correctly. I like, mean, yeah. it's not insane because we have seen it happening in real right. time in our own not dinosaur fictional that's land. That's true. That's true. But yes, I agree. The behavior is not justifiable. <laughs> yeah. You knew about this yesterday and didn't tell us, which is basically what happens. I thought that was really funny. The parents in these movies are just like terrible, terrible, insane. <laughs> I mean, the, the spike tail, heard they had like the right idea when the snow first comes they're kind of like okay well yeah but like because of where you live it's probably gonna melt really soon and it's like not a big deal and everyone's like okay then let's just like play and have a huge montage of snowball fights um (laughs) but yeah then they start to realize it's not just gonna go away (laughs) yeah we mentioned that this uh you know isn't a christmas movie but like there's so many times throughout it that I'm like, man, they're trying real hard to make this feel like a Christmas movie because sometimes the music, like the score is like very Christmassy sounding like, you know. Yeah, Tavera was like, oh, we got snow. Let me uh, pull out my Edward Scissorhands impression yeah. and like and, start, you know, doing and, a little Danny Elfman. Yeah, you start to be like, are those? Are we hearing sleigh bells there? No, we never hear sleigh bells, but <laughs> you're like, you think there might be sleigh bells happening? Um. But yeah, I did love that they, you know, immediately could figure out the concept of snowball fights and uh, sure. snowmen, building snowmen. They do that. They make one of Spike. Well, what else are you going to do with snow? Do they, don't they accidentally make one of Spike? No, they're yeah. doing it, but they're... No, they're, no, no. They're, they're doing it subconsciously. And yeah. They're like, oh. And it's like, we don't miss them. And then it's like, oh, no. That's it's true, yeah. Friend. I was like, they're talking at the same time, like, da 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 while he's like sculpting with his tail. That's yeah. so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that Spike immediately gets introduced to the concept of brain freeze. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would. Because he's just like, I got to try to eat everything as soon as I see it, which was great. Also, it makes me, I mean, I guess it's like there's something much more serious happening in these movies that we see that Spike tales of that same age do have full language. And so him being deprived of being with his own kind has affected his development in a way Yeah, <laughs> that is uh, very real and kind of an interesting choice that these movies have just made. I know we don't fully know that it's because he's not around his own kind because sure. everybody else is talking, but 
it, it definitely probably has something to do with the trauma of you know yeah. being hatched to no one and then what they had to immediately go through but it seems like uh, given that fact the fact that there's even a dramatic beat about him being like oh like well it's i guess he's choosing his that family over us and it's like seems like he really needs to maybe <laughs> <laughs> He would be better off. <laughs> um, yeah. Seems like that that might be good for his development for a little bit because something has gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm just working with what the movie's given us, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the Stegosaurus clan, they all decide that they're going to peace out, go find somewhere else that's not frozen. That's apparently really easy to do. Yeah, they know where they're going. No big deal. Yeah, and, you know, it's of course, it's nice of Spike Tail Lady to offer for Spike to go with them for a while. But then, like, Ducky's mom kind of, like, freaks out. And, like, she never, they never straight up go up to Spike and say, like, do you want to go with them or do you want to stay here? Like, they never really let him, like, have that chance, like, correctly. And then... When he gets confused, then Ducky immediately like gets mad and is like, you know, she stomps off. And, yeah. Yeah. It's very weird. Get out yeah. of here. Get out of here, Spike. I hate you. Yeah. I hate you. Um, He goes off and uh, that leads to eventually Ducky going off. Okay, we got to talk about the sad family song, though. Oh, because this song, if you just read it on paper, would ostensibly be kind of like a happy song. It's like, yes, he's leaving for a while. He's going on a trip, but he'll always be part of our family. And we love him and family. You know, it's your chosen family. We're all family and blah, blah, blah. But the melody and the notes here are it's like a funeral (laughs) dirge or something. You know, like it is so just dour and sad that you can't really take anything positive from the message in my opinion yeah and uh i just like these the last the other two songs in this movie not the mad song i just felt like are so nondescript and boring that i was just like "Mm." well all three are negative yeah yeah but this the the last two i was just like i can't even try to try to sing it back to you (laughs) It's, it's okay to lie everybody does it just make shit up but yeah but it doesn't do sound it like much. that it's like it's like so, it's like a got a fucking harmonica like, singing and a, this guy can sing by the way like i don't know if it this was a instagram algorithm thing because i looked him up and then immediately after when i was on instagram the pantages had posted a picture of him from an old premiere that robert guillaume and it mentioned that he was the first uh black person to play the phantom uh um, oh, wow. so he can oh, sing shit. he didn't need to talk sing this like everybody lies about stuff i mean <laughs> it's possible that his vocal cords were not available well he was older uh, yeah but, but- like I don't know. I feel like it's the direction, probably, for, yeah. for these things. Make it simple for the kids. I don't know. I don't know. Singing kids, would, I don't know. Singing kids, would be simpler yeah. than talk singing, I think. Yes. <laughs> and maybe if there was like a decent melody, that'd be that'd be just perfect. <laughs> I just don't like. I mean, I understand that these two people, Amanda McBroom and Michelle Browman or whatever. I understand that they've done some really cool things in their career and written some really iconic songs, but like 
they're just phoning it in on these movies and they are not improving from movie to movie. They're actually no. getting worse. No, I almost, it almost makes me wonder if they wrote a packet of like 20 songs or something Ooh. like that for the first one. And then they were just like, great, we'll take it. They're like, no, 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 that was a pitch. And they were just like, no, we're good. Oh my god, that might that be, it be I'm kind of wondering why they haven't changed in a while. That would be insane yeah. though if they were like, let's we wrote a song called The Lesson and it's very specifically about this thing. <laughs> now yeah, write a movie true. around. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that makes No, sense. it totally does have the vibe of how the songs have progressed is that they just sold them in bulk in 1998 yeah because if you put all of them together from like all the movies that those two have done it might make a complete musical arc (laughs) but right now it's like you have all three negative songs are in one movie and it's like we criticized um whomever they were that girl group that wrote the songs in two but Mm -hmm. i still know those songs like the Mm -hmm. run around run around and the uh, we're a family and you're part of us now those two songs i can still like sing along with them somewhere. And the egg song. And eggs. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> but like these ones are just like they're all so bad. I couldn't tell you. I mean, maybe friends for dinner, but that's about it. Friends for, yeah, dinner. Friends for dinner. And only because it seems like it's almost a Simpsons song. <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah. is this You Can Lie song. It's yeah. the like uh, Cut Every Corner song yeah. from Sherry Bobbins. <laughs> yeah, which I could sing all of it right yes. now if I had to. But anyway. The, the, the riff has been stuck in my head, and I think it's because of Bo Burnham, but I'm not even sure like where it goes. Is Can I be a booze hound? Not till till you're you're fi- it's 15. But I was just like, that's a dark line. Like, I had to go back and look. I was like, was it 18? Like, what? Oh, it's 15. Oh, fuck. Like, okay. 13. So I yeah. obviously had an even yeah. more negative opinion. Anyway, Simpsons classic. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah, Dougie runs after Spike, like we said, um, without telling anybody. And classic. Without, yeah. And that's, uh, yeah, that, that leads everyone off to the great beyond as per usual. I mean, the fact that anybody still thinks anything about going into the mysterious beyond is just like ludicrous you know the fact that they're like can we go into the mysterious beyond if without telling our parents I'm like yeah of course you can you've already done it 12 times or you know eight you times. Do it every week yeah. it's like it's like literally they live in diamond bar and they have to drive to la every once in a while like oh god <laughs> Yeah, well, this time it's more like Mr. Thicknose being like, are you what? Are you seriously (laughs) going into the mysterious? And it's like, if he's their teacher and he's lived there the whole time, wouldn't he know about the seven or six other times that they survived these like horrendous? He probably was. He probably was just pretending to know about it. I guess. Yeah, that's what that whole lion (laughs) song was about. It's like. Yeah, I don't but, actually. I mean, no know one's anything. left more than they have. So if anything, all of his stories are probably from them. Mister yeah. Mister Thicknose has been imbibing on some of the magic mushrooms in the Great Valley and has not been paying super close attention to what the kids have been up to. He snorted. He snorted the sparkly ground dust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what they call it, right? Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, he's awful and irritating. I mean, he's kind of funny sometimes. <laughs> uh, I mean, then like Ducky is getting chased by 
a sharp tooth in the yeah. snow. And I'm like, why is this guy even chasing Ducky? Like this T-Rex chasing Ducky is like if I ran across the street after a sesame seed, you know, <laughs> like it, it's like, what is the point? Just let her go. Like, <laughs> ooh, a single peanut. I better grab it. <laughs> like, why? I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that's true also what is that a, a single sesame <laughs> allow me to disrupt the flow of traffic so i can run across the street <laughs> i also was just like uh, another sharp tooth like what what else is gonna like you know can't they come up with some other kind of you don't need sharp threat? the snow and the like terrain and the weather is bad enough obstacle in this exactly. i would i would like to direct you we could the same criticism could be leveled at the jurassic world franchise <laughs> well at least it's you about don't, you don't need a dinosaurs. sharp tooth to come in and fix everything at the end always well yeah i feel like i don't know <laughs> you do because how else would they get that banner to fly yeah, down yeah. with an exactly. ironic statement exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh god i don't know it was it was just you know, this whole part, I was just like, wow, this is really predictable. They deal with the same exact things. They knock it off a cliff just like they do in every other movie. They kill the sharp tooth by throwing stuff down at it. They're like, oh, we know how to do this. Let's go to murder mode. Like, let's start throwing snowballs down. They all they all watch. They all watch him fall to his death. And then uh, Petrie's <laughs> like, that gotta hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then like, they all walk away and of course he like starts moving it's like come on yeah. haven't you learned at this point to like double tap like how many murders have they have they committed do, at this point lot. do we oh, think god you would think that the sharp teeth would have like signs up about them and stuff yeah. do not chase <laughs> after these yeah, children do not chase after these kids they look like children but they will find a way to kill you <laughs> it happens every cold time. killers it happens every time we've lost so many aunts and it's, uncles. i mean there's eight movies i feel like it's probably two of them that they haven't killed a sharp tooth yeah because once there were once raptors there a bunch of raptors yeah yeah um and then the and other once time there was just that stupid alligator and bird Oh yeah, right. So- but they were killed by a Nessie. Yeah, there's a there's another card you can play. There's tons of other crazy dinosaurs that can mess people up. You don't have to have a sharp tooth every time. I yeah, I just thought I thought it was going to end up being more about the the big freeze, but I feel like that was not. They're not really much going on. The big freeze could have been literally anything to make that they had to get outside the Great Valley. Like we've, it's been a meteor. It's been a, like <laughs> yep. it's like oh no, like rent prices are going up in the Great Valley. Like I better start commuting. And I mean, it didn't even really need to be. It could just be like the spectators are leaving because it's time for exactly. them to leave, That's and then Ducky chases them, and then everybody else chases them. Like it, the snow didn't even have to be there. Exactly. So it's just kind of a waste of a premise, I guess. Well, I guess they probably had that whole movie and then they realized that wait a minute this is only 40 minutes can we get 10 minutes of meaningless snow footage in here and they were like yes we sure can (laughs) yeah i don't know ah god oh i had one other clip i wanted to play that i thought was really funny um there's that moment when they're getting chased by the sharp tooth and they're all running like oh my god and um Really, there's a really hilarious moment where they're like climbing up that mountain, and <laughs> Mr. Thicknose is like, 
oh god i don't think i can go any further and then he like looks behind him and he's like actually never mind maybe i can and then like runs <laughs> off and he's like running in front of everybody and then he gets up there and he's like oh, what am i doing i should be protecting these young ones not running like a ninny <laughs> not running like a ninny <laughs> uh, but then I, I think it is ultimately mr thicknose that kills the uh, thing with the with the um yeah with a log he throws a log at him yeah 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 eh, okay smart smart i mean i thought it was it was kind of cool if they found like a hot spring although like could there even be a level of solid ice over a hot springs yeah okay i don't know anything about i have no idea either yeah that se- does seem strange it seemed like it would be really thin ice which i guess it breaks so <laughs> i don't know yeah later oh well well, it breaks initially. That's how they find it, right? They're, they're all like, oh, we're skating on this ice. And then it breaks. And they're like, oh, wait, never mind. It's shallow here. Oh, yeah, but it's shallow. Yeah. <laughs> and then later, Spike falls in the deeper part. I mean, it's shallow. And the water is all red for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Right. Also, throughout- okay, we got to talk about the colors. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> okay. So although the animation and the light and shadow and textures were all, in my opinion, markedly better. And Tyler, you can talk, speak more to this. I'm not an animation expert. I'm just going off of like what I'm seeing. But the color and the, co- I don't know what you even call it, the like color matching or color grading throughout the movie. Color grading. Awful. It's Nothing all was the same over color the place. Yeah. Ever. And just because someone is walking over snow, it doesn't mean that they should turn a completely <laughs> different color than we've ever seen them before. Like, I, was, I was like, is this supposed to mean that they're cold? Everyone's turning blue. I mean, it would, but then wouldn't it be <laughs> gradual and then it would change? Like, no, it's just that, like, oh, when they're in the snow and when it's cloudy, all of a sudden Spike is purple, <laughs> Petrie is like, light brown or something totally different than he's ever looked like sarah's like green now it's just like it was like so 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 annoying and bad just throughout it was so wildly inconsistent and in a way that i they must have not done any post on it and maybe there's different (laughs) stuff that came together where there's like there wasn't traditional color passes on it but yeah, it is not for any reason other than incompetence. Like it, it, it looks really bad and inconsistent. Which was such a shame, though, because in the beginning of the movie, there are some really awesome light moments. Like yeah, to the point some... where I was like, after watching seven other ones of these, there was some light moments that I was like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever seen." You know? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm so starved for like decent, decent animation. Animation, but like. Oh, the color, man. I mean, okay, so they did appear to have moved to China. It's no longer all Korean names. It's now Chinese names. And like I said, a lot of things were much, much better, but the colors were just bad. Yeah, and I don't know what the, like, there was some process thing. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, I mean, (laughs) it's really cool to see feature-level animation. It is better quality than the cartoons that are happening at the time and everything else like, but at the same time, you know, Disney has set this standard for two. It, it actually really interesting because this was, what was it? 2003, 2001, 2001. 2001. So yeah, like Lilo Dis- and stitch, which is like watercolors. Yes. And then you got dinosaur, which is like photos. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So like, yeah. So like Real Disney location. is still doing 2d animation, but like these will get to the point where Disney stops 
And and these techniques will allegedly go beyond that. And I'm actually really interested to see what these films end up looking like when they're the only ones that are really putting out feature length animation um, at this genre and at this level. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's never going to be as consistent as things that we've seen from other studios. Yeah. And anything that was released theatrically. Yeah, the color thing was very odd because it was like, I also felt like they never really seemed like they were ever cold. Like they never acted like, oh God, we're so cold. Instead, they just like turned progressively bluer. <laughs> which Yeah, I mean, to be cold, you'd have to show shivering, which yeah. is extra, you know, mm-hmm. difficult for them, I guess. And you'd also have to show gradual change or like, you know, that their beaks and feet are more cold than the rest of their body, you know, like something like that. But it, they don't have time for that. It's just like, oh, I guess he's cold and the sun's not out. So now he's purple. Mm-hmm. Stupid. <laughs> don't like it. Um. So yeah, they find this. Uh, you know, they find this kind of like little haven of warm spring water, and um, there's food there. And meanwhile, the Stegosauruses have gotten lost out in the storm. But uh, Spike, uh, you know, he's got that. He's got the nose for food. He can smell it. From who knows? I mean, it seemed like they were actually pretty close by, but <laughs> I don't know. And like the fact that he has these like special, the special power is like maybe I guess that's something that he picked up from living with these other types of dinosaurs. And so that's why he's good at that. Or like I just didn't know why the rest of them couldn't do it. <laughs> it's a yeah. biological thing. Right. Or Spike is just way more obsessed with food than they are or something. I don't know. Yes. But like being more obsessed with food than other people doesn't automatically mean you have a better sense of smell, does it? No. (laughs) I don't think so. Unless you're Daredevil. I don't know. And it's raining. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. But uh, yeah, so I don't remember. I think, you know, they eventually show up, but they still haven't like, when Spike shows up, they still haven't like gotten the rest of everybody there, though, right? Because there has been an avalanche, and it like blocked the entrance to the Great Valley or something. No, they get the parents and everybody there first before the Spike tails. Oh, okay. Well, that that yeah. part that part where they're like screaming really loud to get the parents' attention or something. That the shot of like the way that is composed looks really awkward because it looks like yeah. they're way closer than they actually are. <laughs> I don't know. It just looked really bad. Also, it's like, haven't you guys seen Mulan? Like, you had the right idea the first time. Shoot Petrie into the yeah. side of the mountain. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I can tell you about Tippy. Yeah, let's do it. Please do. Yeah, because uh, it's been a minute since we had any child star check-ins. But uh, Tippy is Jeremy Suarez, who before this movie, he was in Jerry Maguire and... Um, other things and then he was the main kid i think on the bernie mac show and he was coda in all the brother bear things oh Oh, sweet um and you know he's still i guess he kind of took a break from hollywood and acting but now he's on instagram he um you know he'll repost people's cute fan art from brother bear and he posts a, still a lot of stuff about bernie mac uh, it looks like the that death really hit him hard obviously um yeah. and um 
yeah, seems like he's doing fine. That's great. So the you're saying that Tippy's not coming back. That's what that's what the child star checking reveals. I don't know if I'm saying that. Oh, I'm okay, saying that okay. Jeremy Suarez is not coming oh, back. Oh, okay, okay. I see. That's I see. right. Could be a different voice actor for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tippy and and Jennifer. I'm saying that he's definitely not coming back in movie nine. I did not look beyond that. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I mean, God, yeah, not much. Like, there's nothing that happens in this movie, barely. No, I feel like that this might. Uh, uh, I don't know that we need to really stretch this out and to be a longer episode, quite honestly. Well, I did. I did enjoy the ending when they cut to like everyone just like <laughs> look like everyone's chilling in a hot tub. At the end. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess they just chilled in that hot springs for like three months or something or however long it took for the <laughs> yeah. Great Valley to come back. And then the final shot is them all just traipsing back into the Great Valley. And I'm just like. I don't know. Maybe go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe I've seems had like it with it's the fine. Great Valley. Yeah, it seems like yeah. it's great out there. Um, It was really weird, too. Like, the movie, you know, everyone's back together, yay, and it's all wrapping up, and you think it's over, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, out of nowhere, we have a real breakthrough moment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're like... <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> we're like... Spike and Tippy are like rolling around and then like, I don't know, Tippy pushes Spike and he falls into this, uh, into the ice in like a deeper section where the water is too deep. And, uh, it's actually kind of a shocking moment because, uh, he's like, you know, really struggling for help. And like, we get like, this happens <gasps> and it's like really kind of messed up. Uh, cause you know, he never, he only ever speaks in very, uh, you know, stressful distressed moments and seeing him like scream mama and then almost uh, it was pretty i honestly i was pretty like weirdly moved by it yeah. i thought it was yeah. definitely cute at that point after what they've been through you know and it was and it was fun to see uh the mom uh go in and rescue him and that's how they decide like well i guess you really are the better mom you're right you saved his life okay <laughs> fine whatever i just thought that was a just a strange moment to have like with i don't know three minutes left in the movie <laughs> yeah but it was a good moment for spike and mrs ducky or whatever her Mama. Name is. yeah um but i don't know like it just seems like so i appreciated the fact that in the last movie we got to like learn a little bit like okay obviously we've all had enough of sarah's dad but last movie we got to learn a little bit more about petrie's mom and this movie we get to learn a little bit more about ducky's mom and how she has felt throughout the act the you know action of these movies and you know we they have all these characters that like supposedly live in the great valley and now that they have more money to animate them why do they not have like ducky's sisters participating and being around all the time you know instead of introducing some new tribe that comes in every time and these new people like mr thick i'm like why don't you like talk about some of the existing relationships <laughs> yeah especially when they were all in school i was like what is this cast system that only petrie and ducky and spike get to go to school but none of the other siblings do right <laughs> yeah or are they all in the same grade or something and that's just yeah. their teacher for that grade i don't know <laughs> I, yeah i mean i could get you know one room school house type thing but it's like where are all the other kids yeah yeah, yeah. not that i want to see Dino and Dinah or whatever their names are. Again, <laughs> oh God! I, I do Dino not. Dino and Dinah. But I would Please like no. to learn Please about no. how Ducky's sisters feel about all this, and you know Petrie's siblings. And 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they're probably pretty sick of Petrie and Ducky always traipsing off with Littlefoot and Sarah and getting everybody into trouble. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. I don't know. Or they're like, we never get to do anything fun. They're always going out. What the heck? Yeah. I don't know. That's it. That's the movie. The big That's freeze. It. That's the movie. The big freeze, you guys. Not even barely a plot point. Exciting. Yep. I think that's it. I, I honestly do think that's it. I mean, there's a song about lying. They get a teacher who's a liar. Uh, Littlefoot smart, I guess. And it's literally called the song is called The Lesson. So this is the, the lesson of the movie that everybody lies. And, you know, you just sometimes it's fine. I mean, I get I identify with Littlefoot in this situation because I was a kid that certain kinds of adults hated just kind of because I was like talking and asking too many questions and acting older than I was and that annoyed them. And so they were like really mean to me. And so I like totally get how Littlefoot feels. But the fact that they that the solution is to just accept that this guy's like a liar rather (laughs) than, you know, maybe the teacher should just not be behaving like that because (laughs) she's a teacher. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I mean, he does apologize to Littlefoot's grandpa and say, like, I shouldn't have said those things at the parent teacher conference or whatever. But like, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it's not my favorite. Nope. 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 Terrible. Terrible. All right, Tyler, what you got for us? Oh, man. All right. I guess I would have to ask. Oh, do I have one? (gasps) While you're thinking about this, I do want to say that uh, I think just because of the DVDs, we don't get the opening logo of Jetty, the weak jet plane anymore. But if you watch until after the credits, she's there in the closing logo. Yep. Yep. And we're back in space at the beginning. We didn't mention that. Um, what 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 are they called? Sky ground crystals? <laughs> I don't even remember now. I don't know. Like sparkly ground dust or something. I don't uh, know. How many sheets of thin ice would you give (laughs) (laughs) land before time? The great big freeze. Hmm. Well, I got to say, this is probably my least favorite one of them all so far. And I'm going to give it two sheets of thin ice. Um, I'm tempted to give it one, honestly, but I'm just slightly torn because like part of it is like a really kind of like good you know, like I said, a good ducky spike story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wish that it would have been focusing on that more, I guess, instead of like, uh, you know, we, I don't know. We don't, I guess it's kind of mostly about that, but I just felt like there's just so much filler and like, it's a 20 minute Saturday morning cartoon episode yeah. of ducky and spike padded out for me. To that be has like three movie. 15 minute long school sessions with Mr. Yeah. Thicknose where it's just like, <laughs> God, I can't I can't even remember anything that's happening in this because it's so boring. Um, remember that episode of Pokemon where Pikachu almost goes to like live with these other Pikachus? Yeah. Like, yes. One of the most horrifying, sad songs of all time sung by some <laughs> studio musician like that, like totally made my 12 year old, you know, whatever emotions <laughs> like weep and cry. Like, but then this thing I'm like, oh, God, you know, like I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. like, I'm gonna why give wasn't one there a montage of Ducky and Spike moments? Yes, I know. Because they didn't give a shit about that story, really. It's, yeah. it's bad. I'm it? going to give it one sheet of ice. Oh! One sheet of thin ice. I think it was it was 
the most reset let's retread all of these things with a less dynamic character i loved all of the stuff with ducky and spike and exploring that relationship and the fact that this might be the only exploration of that that we get is a travesty (laughs) um and 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 yeah, it, there is. It's not interesting. Nothing new happens. And I think that if they really focused on that relationship, it's such an th- overall theme of these movies too, of these types of dinosaurs. Like it's a really rich vein of story, of of finding out you know what family means and here what identity means, what it means to stick together in the Great Valley, what it means to to go out beyond like. There are all the building blocks for a wonderful story here of and and all of the friends to have different diverse opinions where like Ducky's like, I can't believe he went and Littlefoot's like, hey, like there's a lot of exciting stuff out there. Like I'm excited to see what he, you know, like they, they, they all have personality that we've seen develop over seven movies that is just erased in this. And it, it's it made me enjoy it that much less. OK, I. Don't think I hated it as much as you guys, despite my like criticisms of like, <laughs> uh, you know, all these things. But I, so I, I think I did still like it more than the Stone of Cold Fire. Um, but there were aliens in that one. I, it, well, that's sort of my point. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think I want to give it three sheets of thin ice, even though the songs and the colors were garbage um the animation overall is a lot more tolerable to my eye anyway and i was happy to learn you know to actually uh, like explore these things about spike and ducky and ducky's mom like i've been you know complaining about the lack of the character development for our main characters like for every movie and so i hope they like try to work with some of what they have instead of just bringing in new you know wasting the time and the money and the animation limited resources they have on these new characters and nobody <laughs> cares about and show us more about like what's going on here yeah for sure they, they should have just continued on with the crazy crackpot uh little foot and he could have been like the aliens made the snow fall <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you this last time because you made fun of me, but there were aliens. I swear. There were aliens. I've seen them. I've seen them. Yeah, you gotta believe me. I you really hope me. that this like chicken little foot thing, you know, they chicken stop. little foot. <laughs> <laughs> they really should stop it. Yeah, I don't want every movie to be that because it's not nice, and there's nothing more annoying to a kid than not being believed. Yeah. Well, yeah. just let the adults believe him after eight fucking movies. Like he's always right. So, yeah. or even if you don't believe him, don't like ostracize him from the yeah. community. You know? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I couldn't bring myself to go fully to one because I'm secretly hoping there's still a worse movie yet to come. <laughs> no, you're probably right, but I, you know, we'll see. What? Speaking of that, what do we have on deck for next week? Well, guess what? It's number nine, and it's the uh, it's called Journey to Big Water. We already <laughs> went like to the we, Big Water. We, we kind of already did that, but I guess it was more about an island, kind of. Oh my god! So I don't know. Maybe this is the one where Chomper comes back. Who knows? I would love that. Tbh, bring Chomper. Although, can Chomper get back? He's on an island, so it'd be kind of tough. (laughs) Yeah, as long as there that isthmus thing, (laughs) the land bridge comes back up in the tide. That's true. I don't know. This uh, 
I don't know what's going to happen in this movie. <laughs> Climate change, people. anything could happen. You know, part of a continent could break off and create new real estate. I can tell you, I can tell you this. Uh, I've, I've just opened up the IMDb because I was just looking at it. And it, the first thing it says is after a harsh period of rain. <laughs> so, so they didn't even go with, they didn't even <laughs> like, yeah, why wouldn't they go with, uh, you know, there was all this snow and ice and then it melted really fast and now there's, Big water everywhere. No, they're just going to go with a rainstorm? Cool. All right. Great. It must be the flood from the Bible. I knew it. It's all about Bible the, the Bible. This, this okay, movie. but also, like, if if you have rainwater everywhere, why would you go to the ocean? I don't know. We're probably going to find we're out. We're about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a threat. Uh, but until we go to the big <laughs> water after we're coming out of the big freeze, uh, yeah, a lot we, of big, yeah, yeah, so big. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> much big. Uh, <laughs> are you trying to say something else, or should I just say the email? Do the emails, <laughs> no, just say the email. I was gonna make a joke about how Mr. Thick knows in my mind. I was singing the song Mr. Big Stuff, but then I couldn't remember if that was from Mr. Mighty Duck Thick soundtrack. Mr. <laughs> probably. Who do you think you are? But then, yeah, the, yeah that's where the big you, thing came from. Who do from. you think you are, Mr. Thick Nose? <laughs> <laughs> that's a great. That's perfect, actually. There's no shit. Uh, but yes, lots of big. Anyway. Uh, email us at sequelrights at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars goes a long way to helping other people find the show. Uh, please leave us in the comments what fond memory you would have liked to see Spike and Ducky do in the montage that we were deprived of in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> by the way this movie sold 2.5 million copies according to wikipedia damn so that is why they kept cranking them out yeah yeah and every single one at the bottom of the wikipedia is like it's been nominated for all these awards and the, the girl who does ducky wins every time for voice acting or something well yeah. i just think that there's not a lot of yearly 2d animation that's coming out at this point yeah. also it's like the direct to video awards yeah. specifically yeah. isn't it yeah yes 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 yeah, there's video, like there's video no animated direct to video nonsense happening. So, well, I for one hope that uh, Big Water is a brand new trendy bar that opened up on the outskirts <laughs> of the great beyond, and they're gonna journey to Big Water. <laughs> Little, Littlefoot's gonna have a mustache, he's gonna be a lion cook, it's gonna be great. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta try those mojitos over at Big Water. We're still in the window where Patrick Swayze can make a do a voice role. I'm gonna open up a bar called Big Water and make it yeah. Land Before Time theme. <laughs> okay. Friends for dinner. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's it. We'll see you guys next week for Land Before Time Nine: Journey to Big Water. We get mama, mama, mad. How do you do that? Squinny and scary Don't raise up your head Hold your breath Until you're blue And make your eyes turn red <sighs> Squint your face up Wrinkle your beak Like you just smelled something bad Turn your smiley face upside down That's the way you walk 
when you're mad. Now put your hands on your hips, shoulders back, stomp your feet in the dirt, kick some rocks. 